Good afternoon and evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Leadership with my guest, Sean Coe. And we're just going to throw some stuff out there, see what sticks today. And I hope everybody, if you are not somewhere toasty warm, that you get somewhere toasty warm. And I am going to turn it over to you, Sean. Let's get started. Tell a little bit about, about yourself, what got you started and where you're going. Awesome. Well, just first of all, thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. Um, I guess what got me started was I, I like to think back to like the first day of fourth grade. And I remember being super duper excited about, you know, getting out to recess the first time um, on that first day. And it was because like my friends and I had always played this King of the Hill, you know, kind of game, which is just it's, it's a basically a, a, like a mound of sand that we used to run up to the top and throw each other down. But I was a really small kid. And so I remember like spending more time on my back than at the top of the mountain per se. And I remember like spending all of the summer between third and fourth grade preparing for that first recess and just strategizing out how to get out to the top of the mountain first. And I did everything that I had, I executed my plan perfectly and then got tackled right as I got to the top of the mountain. And I didn't realize then, but what I started to realize is that that was a lot of my life was this King of the Hill journey where I would, you know, rush up to the top of these mountains, get knocked down and create some success. But everything that I really truly believed was possible just felt just out of reach. And so what I, one, I eventually realized that the, the hill that we needed to climb was actually internal, not external. And then I set out on this internal King of the Hill journey. And once I started to create mastery on that, what I did is realize there's probably other people that can't access the things that they think are possible. So my mission became to help elevate and inspire people by creating systems to give them access to what they believe is possible. I love how you said that internal king of the hill. So that's what I'm typing. I'm going like that's gotta go in the comments because that's pretty cool. Absolutely. And so what systems are you creating to help people out? Well, so there's there there's a lot of different systems. So the like the one program that I'm kind of you know refining and finalizing right now is my my program about how do you always come from emotional strength? How do you develop skills so that you can come from a position of strength emotionally and clarity, no matter what the circumstances around you are? And so there's specific systems and mindsets and skills and tools that I've developed and that I build in to help people have that emotional strength perspective perspective at all times. That's important is emotional strength, especially now with all of the things that are going on, um, not just the pandemic, but politics in general. And I think a lot of people get way too emotional <laughs> and, and it's, yeah. it is something that is definitely a hot button trigger. And if people actually had that in their tool belt, do you really think people would be as emotional now as they are if they had that information? No, I mean, I think that what would happen is we'd have a lot more stability and a lot more respect, right? Because what happens is, is anytime we feel a portion of uncertainty, we create urgency to solve that because uncertainty is one of the, the hardest things for us to face. And what we start to find is the only way we can create certainty is a negative certainty. A lot of times the good things we have to stay open and we have to trust the process and create room for, you know, but when we create a false certainty too quickly, it ends up having a lot of collateral damage. So if we can come from a place of emotional balance and strength, there's less of an urgent need to solve that uncertainty. 
and we can start to link arms and work together as opposed to against each other. And like you said, like you look at our country right now, it's never, it's probably hasn't been as divided since Vietnam, you know, yeah. and, and we're in a really hard time where we all have to take responsibility for our own perspective and emotional, you know, place so that we can influence the world in a positive way. Definitely. And what do you tell leaders when we start talking about that emotional balance? Because I think sometimes a lot of companies are struggling with that, especially right now, because, yeah, some companies will have the, you know, therapist number up on the, you know, office wall that you can call. I know for the company I work for, it's called Calm. But I don't think employers really look at the emotional aspect of their employees and how they're going to grow in that mindset and take care of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we struggle with overall, and and especially as men, is we feel like we should be further along and we feel this pressure to figure it out on our own. And so there's, we need to have more space to ask for help and to be really ferociously honest with ourselves to know what we're capable of and what we're not. And it's okay that we're not capable of everything. It's okay that we need to develop a team and reach out and, you know, you know, delegate things. We don't have to have all the answers. And I, I think it's really important for us to get better at being honest with ourselves about where we're at, as opposed to, you know, trying to convince ourselves we're further than we are um, for our ego hit. So, Yeah. And I agree with you on that. It's, it's one of those things that as we continue to grow in either personal capacity or leadership capacity, that we have to understand that everybody is not on the same level that we are and that we can't fix everything that we want to fix. Right. Because we're right. That is one of the things that even growing up, that was one of, the things that I noticed that guys are, you know, are taught you fix things or you, you don't so show emotion. And I was like, that is so messed up. Even at a young age, I was picking up on that and I'm going like, this is not the way that we need to be. And now we're seeing the fruits of that. And I'm not saying that it was wrong for that time period because that time period was totally different. But now we're going into now a different time period to where we really need to use the tools that are out there, change our mindsets, change how we think about things. And that's one of those things that we really need to sit down and have, like you were saying, those fierce conversations to be able to grow that and to be able to show people that, you know, we can think differently and we can talk and have honest conversation without blowing up all over each other. Yeah. Yeah. And when we create the safe space for those conversations, we can actually work together as opposed to against each other. And we, you know, like one of my core beliefs is we're, we're all better together. And if we can figure out a way to work together and share the genius that we all have, then we can actually create the impact on the world that the world needs. Yeah, definitely. And so what is the biggest, I want to say, maybe not the biggest, but what is the three tips that you can give somebody when we're talking about building that emotional strength? What is some three top tips that you can give somebody for that? Well, I would say that the first one would be what what I would call a scouting report. And so it, like if we were just to have a really brief conversation about what determines how you feel about where you're at right now. Well, what ends up in play is it it depends on the perspective of it. The moment isn't going to change. But if I reference where I'm at right now based on where I think I should be, and we all believe that we should be further than we are. So we just have to accept that. But if I believe if, if I'm referencing this moment based on where I think I should be, I'm coming from lack. 
Now, there's a lot of reasons I might do that for motivation, you know, patterning, whatever it might be. But I can't actually feel great about where I'm at when I'm always referencing where I think I should be. Now, if I also can develop the skill of saying, if I look back into my past and I pick an anchor point that references growth from that point to this point, I feel different about where I'm at. And then what I can do is I can actually leverage the things I did on purpose to get here to take the next steps in an inspired way. So the fuel of my growth changes. It becomes an inspiration rather than I need to prove. And so that alone changes immensely how I feel about this moment. Definitely. Let's dive deep into the anchor point because for our listeners that don't know what that is, explain to them what an anchor point is and why that's important. All an anchor point is any point in the past that you would pick. As it's just called, they call it a reference point. So a year ago, six months ago, three months ago. And the, the, the thing to remember is that we're the only person that can pick those anchor points. So we can choose to make it our best day in history. Well, we're probably not going to reference growth to this moment. Or we can choose to reference a point that would highlight us being an elevated place from that point. And then the next question is, what did I do on purpose to get from there to here? And that starts to build then that emotional strength. And really what we're talking about is we're all on this, you know, we're all on a mission. We're all trying to accomplish things. And emotional momentum is huge to keep consistency going in that pursuit. And so it really becomes vital to be able to determine how we feel about the moments we're in from strength so that we don't have to re-engage or restart our engines every time. Yeah. And that's important because one of the things when you're talking about anchor points is a lot of people will have the tendency to pick either the worst moment or the best moment, but sometimes it's the moment in between that is important too. And that's the moment where some people go like, Oh yeah, maybe I've done better than I thought I have, or maybe I'm not doing as good as I thought I should have. And to be able to, have that growth to recognize that to have that awareness to keep that and go like okay because when I first started my journey my anchor points were extremely painful and I, I hardly ever picked out anything positive for an anchor point right. and then as I kept growing I started picking out the positive things for an anchor point because it allowed me to keep growing and to say, okay, the past is in the past. Now it's time to let that go. And when we do that inner work to build that emotional strength, to look at that, what is the worst thing that you have seen as far as a client goes, maybe when they were combating that anchor point to get past it? What is the worst thing I've seen them try to do that didn't work? Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I see most consistently is just, um, if, if we look at a staircase, right? And we all want to get to the top of the staircase. Well, we're all at a stair that's not the top. The yeah. worst thing that I see consistently is we compare ourselves about where we're at to that top of the staircase. And then we get into that self-judgment of like, I wish I was, I shouldn't have done this, I, I should be here. And, and that is a really harmful process. One for momentum, because it makes it really hard to take an inspired step. And two, because it's, it's just, it really reinforces this self-judgment that gets in the way of belief and what's possible in alignment and flow. You know, so what I work with my clients to do is to say, be aware of the top of the staircase and then maniacally focus on the next step and pour everything into taking that next step. It's what I call the magically appearing staircase, right? Like if we take the next step, 
we're going to trust that the next step appears because it's in alignment with where we want to get. Yeah. And I love how you said that because there is a group that I am. I'm, I'm also into justice reform too, as well. And one of the things that we noticed in a lot of these justice reform groups that the moms get so bogged down into where they're at now and not seeing each step and they're looking well they see the top that looks like the top of the eiffel tower and i'm like no break it down piece by piece you start out by speaking out you start out by writing your legislators you start out by talking about it even talking about it to your neighbors and then you're just start climbing that step and that gives you I want to say confidence, and I'm sure that your clients will agree that as each step that you take up, you're growing in confidence. And then you're like, well, maybe I can see that upper step, but maybe I can see that end goal coming. Maybe I can see where I want to go. And that is one of the things that I think a lot of people, especially when we're trying to change things and trying to have that strength to do it is important. Yeah, I would say, and the best part about taking a step-by-step approach is you get to anchor in or you get to reference and acknowledge those wins. Every step you take is an advance that's permanent. Like it's a skill, it's a mindset, it's a step that you never have to give back. So even if we kind of revert on the journey, we never lose those steps that we took. So we can always reference that win. So acknowledging and celebrating wins and growth is is one of the most important pieces of any journey. Yeah, and... Another win that I like to tell a lot of clients is, is once you have these tools in your tool belt, nobody can take them away from you. Absolutely. Not one single person can take them away from you. So it's an awesome gift to give as coaches and as people that we talk to that we give them this and nobody can take it away from them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Not one person. All right. As we're about ready to wrap up, I always ask my guests, what is one last nugget that you can give our audience? Well, so one of my firm beliefs on the world is that everything's actually possible, right? And so if we get clarity on where we're at and what we're trying to do, if we have the right strategic plan, and then the biggest key, I think, is getting the right people around us. It's what I call the board of directors concept, that life really takes off when we invite people into our life that are firmly invested in our success and when we give them permission to tell us the truth and challenge us and help us grow that concept of clarity the right plan and the right people in our lives is a great foundation to make everything possible and then when we build in the skills and the mindsets it actually can create an inevitability of success from that right platform so the the last nugget is everything's possible because you're possible And when we get clear and have the right plan and the right people around us, it actually makes you achieving your goals inevitable. Definitely. So where can people find you? The best place to find me is on Facebook. Um, You can just search. It's it's Koshan. Um, You can also check out my website, which is superherominds.com. And if anybody wants to even book a call with me, I give away complimentary strategy calls. It's just at calendly.com slash Sean Co. 
Okay. I got that in there for our listeners. And I enjoyed our talk because I think that's something that a lot of people really haven't thought about is the emotional strength. And I think more than ever, everybody needs to really sit back and say where they're at in that. And you know what? Hire Sean, because I'm telling you, he's going to get you where you need to go. So everyone, thank you, Sean, for coming on and As always, as I like to say, you are unstoppable, whether you know it or not. You are the beacon of hope, and you are loved. Everyone have a good night, and Sean, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.